This is Kim Davis, and welcome to another one-on-one podcast. And I have with me today Rick Ellett, who is president of Conversant. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I know we've been trying to set this up for some time, so I really wanted they want to talk to you about some of the things which Conversant is doing. Um, I just uh, mentioned, uh, anyone in the audience doesn't know, Conversant actually won an award in the DMN 2017 awards, and it was for AdTech programmatic company and specifically for the grasshopper solution which we'll be talking about uh, a bit more but I'm sure Conversant isn't just that it's uh, it has a, a broader presence in the marketing technology marketplace so why don't you orient us first of all first of all by telling us a little bit about where Conversant sits. Um, we always uh, uh, talk about ourselves as the original uh, personalized advertising company um, you know we have built everything uh, that Conversant does around um, uh, the individual, from um, identification to building profiles to decisioning media to measurement. And we've always taken this uh, person-centric approach to everything that we do uh, because we feel that it's really how you want to market in the real world. You want to talk to people, not devices, because um, the people are the ones that are you know paying the bills. Yeah. Um, so we've we've really centered around that, and uh, um, the other side of that is that uh, in the digital world, we we've chosen to um, have that person be anonymous all the time, mm-hmm. um, so that we maintain people's privacy. Uh, so they're all just numbers, and devices are numbers to us, and we align that. Um, but it it opens us up to be able to provide our clients with the the broadest reach and the best technology that uh, is out there. Okay, I want to take a, a deeper dive into personalization, of course. But first of all, uh, talking about you, I think you've been a conversant for something over seven years now. And I noticed going back before that, you had a very significant career at ComScore, which mm-hmm. must have. Uh, you must have learned a lot about audience measurement, that kind of thing. So, how did you come to converse? And what do you what do you bring here? Uh, well, at Comscore, you know, like you said, we were always about measurement. Mm-hmm. But then there was always this kind of need of like, okay, you have the measurement, what can you do with it? Right. And um, uh, I bumped into uh, the CEO of Datomi um, uh, back in two thousand nine, John Giuliani, and he says, like, you know, you you cut your teeth on all these measurement companies before uh, Comscore. I was at IRI, right. which measured supermarket data. And he's just like, you know, taking that, you know, measurement person-centric approach to digital advertising um, and driving that, uh, you know, into the future, I think could be something really leverageable. And so convinced me to take that ability to identify and track and build profiles on people and turn that into the original data-driven advertising that we have today was uh, kind of the big draw. And uh, uh, back then it was, you know, programmatic was new. uh, we did. We started doing cross device in 2011, way before anybody wow. else. Yeah. Um, and so we set out on this course, and now it's it's interesting as uh, a lot of these companies are kind of catching up to, you know, to some of the things that we were doing and, and hitting some of the same roadblocks. It's uh, it's kind of like deja vu all over again. Yeah, it's a very rapidly developing space, and as you say, we hear from a lot of uh, vendors now. We do personalization. You always have to like dig a little bit deeper to see exactly what they mean by it. And for example, um, obviously for for marketers for a long time, the holy grail has been one-on-one communications with prospects or consumers. Uh, A lot of people are inching towards that, but still really dealing with just better and better refined audiences, audience segments. What's conversance aim? How close do you get to the anonymous individual consumer? 
Um, well, if you looked at a, just a raw impression basis, um, if we delivered 100 million ads to an indiv- uh, to uh, in a day, um, 99 million and change would be um, uh, unique to the individual. Okay. Um, and it's not just unique in like a random piece of text, but all the imagery, all the you know text components, it's all built on the fly in real time mm-hmm. on delivery um, to maintain the freshest view of the customer. Um, and that's some of the technology we won the awards for that help us do that because uh, it's it's a lot of effort. You have to build a very uh, um, purpose-built environment to achieve that. It's something we've been working on for years. Okay, so in, indeed, let's talk a little bit more about Grasshopper, um, the solution for which you, you won the award. What's that all about? Uh, it's really about uh, building tools to efficiently uh, uh, enable us to deliver our dream of you know personalization at a one-to-one level. Um, so some of the things that hold you back are media creation. Yeah. Um, uh, there's lots of different sizes out there. Some of them only vary by a pixel. But if you could automate that, and so any opportunity to talk to the individual, you have a media opportunity ready to talk to them. Um, that opens up a lot of doors in terms of reach, in terms of getting your message across. And so you know we built this technology uh, to really help us get there, where... Uh, we were dealing with clients that said, oh, we only need formats in these three sizes and that's good enough. Right. You know, we you know, allow them to have everything they want to, uh, every size that could be possible out there to open up the reach to talk to people in an effective way. That's, it's interesting because uh, there are companies in this space who are collecting the personalized data, the cross-device data, and they're making that data available to brands or agencies saying, take the audience, you go away and execute on it. But from what you're talking about, the media creation seems a conversance involved in executing right down to the delivery of the messages. Is that right? Exactly. Because um, that really um, keeps that personalization whole. So we, you know, we identify people on a person basis. We build profiles on a personal basis. We, we decision on a personal basis. So we're not building an audience and releasing it yeah. We're building a trigger of a reason to talk to somebody. I see. So think of them as different conversations that are queued up by the individual's actions, and then we can dynamically have that conversation in real time digitally across any format out there. Okay, and I saw I, I did do some research that you have an affiliate network as well, so there are preferred media partners. Is that a good way of putting it? Um, we we have uh, our own Converse and Private Exchange where we have 5,000 domains that are in there. Oh, okay. Um, we're also hooked up to 27 exchanges, so we have we see the, the media of the world coming through our front doors. Right. And we're looking for the proverbial needle in the haystack on every individual to deliver the right message to you at the right time to get you to ultimately convert on behalf of our clients. So yeah. um, the reach is important. Good. So uh, let's get down to the nitty-gritty then, the data. What data sources are you using to develop these these profiles which you can execute on? Um, well, first and foremost, our clients trust us with all their internal data. Right. So we will tag their websites. Um, they will also um, give us their conversion history, both online and offline, because we're one of the companies that tie the offline to the online world, and also give us history. So some will give us 10 years worth of purchase history on all their customers. Okay. Yeah. We'll anonymize all that data. Um, because uh, we don't want any personal identifying information in the system, as I said before. Um, and we'll make that available in their profiles for only that customer. Um, so their data is, is segregated so it's protected for them. I see. Um, we also uh, see uh, contextual data. So all the places that people visit, all the videos they watch, we see that contextual data. 
and interpret that so that uh, those come into attributes on on all the people you know so what's important is what you spend your money on mm-hmm. you know learning that then where you spend your time you know both text and video um, then where you are uh, we see a, a lot of uh, location data coming in that we match with waypoint data to show you know how you spend your life what you're near what you're you know looking at and use that all as attribute right. data and then we put that all into the profile in real time so that our ads are being triggered off that. So it's, it's really about you know, figuring out what your intent is and being able to um, respond to it in real time. So the real time is crucial, isn't it? Because what you don't want is uh, an identity graph, whatever you want to call it, which was up to date last week. Uh, you really want to be updating these profiles as you go along. Is it, are you using machine learning for this? How, how are you managing to do that? Um, we have an extensive, uh, extensive machine learning platform that we've built. Um, the models are trained in real time and, you know, learning continuously. Right. Um, we, um, we have about 35 PhDs on staff that uh, use everything from um, standard auction theory and game theory to yeah. some of our latest stuff is all based on medical predictive models. Really? Because of the randomness of medical data helps us to... Um, also deal with the randomness in the digital world. Okay. And so um, we're, uh, you know, cutting our teeth in some of those areas. Uh, so it's pretty interesting stuff. I mean, they always put me to shame on what they come up with, but uh, it's always the best meeting of the week. Some exciting stuff there. Uh, now, something I, I've heard people talking about fairly recently is the idea of data sharing, kind of cooperative use of data. And you're talking about your clients trusting you with their, their customer data. Has there been any thought about preserving the anonymity, uh, putting the data into a pool? In other words, you would have several clients. Maybe they have the same customers. Maybe they share the customers. Maybe they could all benefit from the data being pulled together. Is, is that something you're thinking about, or does that present too many risks? Um, we, do have, um, we do have products that work in that area. Um, where the clients either want to um, share audience or share data, mm-hmm. um, and then they're um, part of the uh, relationship with the end users, so they're getting paid out on it. Okay. It's something we definitely do um, um, with their approval in concert with them. Okay. Um, and uh, we also, on the Epsilon side, have Abacuses, which was one of the world's biggest co-ops, where yes. that's in the offline world, but we're also helping them you know, learn online uh, as part of that also. Well, that's certainly something I wanted to touch on. I mean, I've, I've spoken to the Epsilon guys many times. Very interesting company. And last time I looked, and correct me if I'm wrong, you share the same owner, don't you? So you're, in effect, sister companies? Yes. And that's Alliance? Alliance Data, okay. yep. So what, what kind of synergies are you finding with Epsilon? Well, um, you know, I did the deal, to, you know, along with John, to sell, uh, sell into Epsilon mm. and uh, ADS. And one of the big things there was, you know, Epsilon is the is the trusted source of so many brands of, in terms of their marketing databases and their loyalty platforms, um, and also being their email provider. And so we said, you know, tying those three together with all of our digital capabilities, you really have the best of both worlds in, in terms of the the uh, PII world and the non PII world, and bridging that all so you have this comprehensive solution. So that's been very that's been very exciting. Um, being able to help things like loyalty. You know, and digitizing the messaging to you know uh, loyalty participants uh, on behalf of our clients is something that you know is is coming out soon. And there's just so many synergies there because yeah. um, it's really not a digital world and an offline world. No, it's no, just no. the world. And so if you can't work well in both areas, you're at a disadvantage. That's something which seems to me to be developing very fast. The, 
the fact that our whole physical environment is now so much connected that whether we're in a store uh, or whether we're sitting in front of our desktop, we can be tracked and monitored with our consent, where appropriate, in a very effective way. It's not just being online as we traditionally thought of it. Yeah, and uh, you know, I look at that as um, it really opens up doors for the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're helping consumers uh, 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 gain insight into new products or services that they wouldn't have come in contact with before because their profiles match up with other people. And so, um, where people kind of take it as a negative, I always take it as a positive. As mm-hmm. you're you're putting more opportunities out there to get goods at a discount or be introduced to things that are interesting. And it happens both ways. We have some customers that are ninety percent offline sales that they see that the digital component drives so much of their business. Um, we had a local tile company that had all these stores, and yeah. tile is not something you'd see selling digital, but they did a tremendous digital business because it was, it was letting the people understand it and, and buy from distances and really um, open up their markets to digital. So, Yep, those, those lines are definitely blurring. I mean, I'm just curious about um, the Epsilon connection. When Epsilon is executing things like email campaigns for its clients, can they tap into conversance, uh, personalized, personalized data? Um, you can't take, uh, as long as it's uh, client-owned data, so mm-hmm. um, interactions with that client's website and their customers, as long as they've signed their privacy, okay. you can do that type of interaction. But they can't type, tap into the anonymous data that's you know, captured across the web. Um, that's currently... Uh, uh, very taboo in the marketplace. <laughs> okay. Offline to online is fine, but yeah. anonymous online to offline is not, uh, okay. not very something good. acceptable right now. So, um, as I said earlier, the things are developing so fast in this space. Is there anything coming down the road, either in terms of what Conversant is doing or things which are happening in the space more generally that catch your interest and which you're excited about? Uh, the big thing that we're launching is we're providing uh, these uh, PII-free uh, data lake so that our customers oh. can see all their marketing in one central aligned place uh, via our cross-device map so that they can see campaigns that we run and campaigns they run with other companies oh, okay. and see them all in concert to n- understand their overlap, their effectiveness, um, how much incremental they're driving. Um, we're providing that uh, uh, service coming up here in June and with the hopes of you know letting them see more about you know what's working and what's not, and kind of clearing up some of the some of the misconceptions that are out there. So yeah, they get a holistic view, and also an opportunity to ensure that they're not running kind of siloed campaigns in different channels and not knowing what one campaign, you know, what all the campaigns are doing. Yeah, I mean it's really opening up. I mean it was kind of born from one of our clients asking us to look at um, five companies they're running uh, digital with and understand the overlap of users. Uh-huh. And when like, that company did that, they found that three of the five vendors um, had only 1% unique reach. And so they're like, well, why are we spending all this money to talk to these people over and over and over? And, uh, and so kind of born out of there and some other client talks. And uh, um, I think it's going to be something really interesting because, you know, we want to be as transparent as possible um, with everything we're seeing real time and helping them understand, you know, how their other programs are working also. So I think it'll be something pretty uh, unique in the, uh, the industry. That's great. Sounds like it, it, making the efforts more efficient as well as enriching them. Yeah, we're all about efficiency. I mean, that's, that's how we were born as a company is, you know, we do everything on performance and incremental yep. return on ad spend. And so we try to be very judicious on how we deliver impressions and make sure they're really driving measurable results for the client. And so we, we, we've been kind of born on that whole principle and 
are pushing it forward out there to everybody else. That's great. Rick, we're running out of time. Thank you very much for the overview of Conversant and for the detail on what you're doing. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. And everyone look out for the next one-on-one podcast.